from our respective apartments. It's just meaningful plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Katie Clay and Narva, and Chris Dockham Goodman. Chris, welcome back to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. We are in the final episode of season two, and I should be jumping for joy. I should be so excited. And instead, I am not looking forward to recording this. What a positive start to the episode. What a way to get people excited to listen. I mean, already we have just started off on the best of feet. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't. I need to be real with my people, Chris. The relationship that I have cultivated with our dedicated listeners, they know I'm going to give it to them straight. They know I'm not going to beat around the bush. They need to know this is an established relationship. So Katie, without getting into all the details, because we, we will, but so the people know so that your strong relationship can, can be cultivated. Yes. Let me ask you, why aren't you excited for this? Because, okay, I'm just, are you ready for this avalanche to start? Because... <laughs> I spent 45 minutes watching nothing but filler, no dancing in the first 45 minutes of the finale, which is bullshit. I'm upset. I'm frustrated, especially going into it. God, I'm like on a roll and I feel like I'm going to need to like calm down. Going into it, knowing that I was probably going to be disappointed by Stacey's freestyle because it's not memorable and because I don't think of it so I am going into it with that anticipation I'm going into it knowing this is save a horse ride a cowboy one of the most iconic freestyles ever performed on the show and I'm going into it and I'm like oh my gosh here we go here we go let's go and then I'm sitting there texting you going am I watching the results show like why is this taking so why am I watching garbage why am I why am I here for 45 (laughs) minutes without a dance i mean both katie and i learned this as we were watching the episode and we're feeling the same things we slowly came to realize night one of the finale has six competitive dances yep two rounds of three dances each it is a two-hour show which okay that was a mistake (laughs) just from the outset it's a mistake So as Katie said, the first 45 minutes are mostly recap of every week of the finalists saying, here's Mm -hmm. what they did. Here's how they got here, which I thought was sort of interesting, but it did take too long. And then it, it worked, it worked, but it, the format that it was working in was wrong. And I, you know, they, they talked about like, oh, what, what professional um, dancers, dances did you like? And yes, I love highlighting our pros. Everyone who knows me knows I love our pros. But for 45 minutes, it was yeah. 
ridiculous. Yeah. And the highlighted pro dances were ones they had done earlier in the season. So it was Mm -hmm. replays of footage that we had already seen. Now, granted, a couple of them were from results shows that I did did not watch. I did not watch the results shows from this season. But like Katie said, it was just so much to fill. And it really did mean that like the entire first hour of the show was nothing. They literally didn't bring the contestants down the staircase to introduce them until about the half hour to 45 minute mark. Like that's ridiculous. That's why we're here. And let me just say, I have my qualms about this episode, but you and I are obviously still going to bring great content. So like, don't be disheartened, kind listener. Keep going. We'll make it fun. We won't talk for 45 minutes about nothing that pertains to our show. Yeah. It feels like we're skipping a lot of content from the episode, but it was so lacking in content. Yeah. I give it a four. Maybe I give it a two. I give it a two. Yeah, as soon as I said a four, I was like, that's overscored. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I hate to say it. It really is. It's a horrible finale, just from the pacing, from the content, from the fact that over two nights, they were filling three and a half hours with nine competitive dances. Mm-hmm. It's it bad. was a shame. It was a shame, considering the matchup that we had, and without spoiling anything too much, we had three contestants that were competing against each other okay i thought you were going to say three contestants who were good and all deserved to be there no 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 but you do have to say like jerry did bring it i i think i'm gonna surprise people who have followed the last couple episodes where i ranted and raved and got angry about jerry rice i think i may surprise you with my take in the finale So maybe we should just jump in. We're going to do what we did on the season one finale. Um, Rather than taking you guys couple by couple, we're just going to take you dance by dance throughout the rounds Mm -hmm. because it's just, it's what we're going to do. And we're the people in charge and we get to make the rules. We're the producers and we can make format changes that sometimes might be bad, sometimes might be good. But at least, as Katie said before, we're not going to talk for 45 minutes about nothing. We're going to get right to why you're here. Yep. So already we've improved over the Dancing with the Stars season two finale. So let's start with it. Um, I don't even really know if they described why they picked these dances. Mm-hmm. I think it was just the contestants picked the dance that they thought was their best, mm-hmm. right? It it seemed like round one was either best or favorite dance. Yeah, yeah. And I have some opinions about which dances each couple chose and why it might have been a good or a bad thing, mm-hmm. but that's getting ahead of ourselves. So let's, boop, there's a pin. Boop. We love our pins. Boop. Mm-hmm. All right. 
let's do it. Our first dance of the evening at the 70,000 minute mark is Jerry and Anna performing a foxtrot, which they performed in week four. Um, it is their Why Don't You Do Right performance. The first time they got straight eights at a 24. This time they improved with two nines. Uh, they got a 26 out of 30. He started off stiff and it took him a little while to get into it. But like once he got into it, I thought he was elegant. I thought he glided well. Like he he took a little bit to get into it. And then he I my hat went off to him. And it truly was him going out there and having fun and performing well. So the first time they danced this, I looked back at my notes from then. And I, at the time, said there wasn't enough Foxtrot content. Mm -hmm. This time, I mean, I didn't watch them side by side. I don't know. But it did seem like there was much more content than I thought initially. Mm -hmm. And like you said... He does. He glides. He's smooth. He embodies the idea of the foxtrot. I came away thinking, wow, what an improvement. Yes. Yes. And, it just... and for me, considering how I felt about Jerry in the past like three weeks of the competition, mm-hmm. where it has just been a slog for me to watch him, this time I was like, hey, he is doing what he started out the season doing. He is mm-hmm. back to that for me. I was here for it. He gets his best score of the competition to date, and he deserved it. The judges praise him for how far he came, and he did. I was actually here for it. I was shocked and surprised. There was some shock and awe in Chris's heart, and I'm here for it. I love hearing this because it really did... I don't want to put words in Jerry's mouth because he is a competitor and I think he did go into it maybe hoping he could win, but it really felt like he went into it just saying, I have nothing to lose and I'm just going to have fun with it. Mm -hmm. And it paid off. Because I think both he and Anna understood after the past like three or four weeks of brutal judges Mm -hmm. comments brutal is harsh because the only brutal one was geriatric otherwise they got good comments and respectable scores that just didn't keep up with the top people yeah but like after they were just beating themselves up and then just decided we hate the judges and we're at war with them i think they understood it's going to be the fans who get us through and to Mm -hmm. get good comments from the judges and good scores they were excited for it jerry so len says you know you looked so elegant it is the best dance you have performed and jerry looked so touched by that like Mm -hmm. he it, it just made my heart happy because you could tell that he was not expecting kind comments i mean it was nice to see but i still don't think it excuses the past and why I was mad at Jerry in the past. Yeah. And I think it also is for them to be like, oh, we're finally getting good comments. This is finally happening. I'm like, it's not the judge's fault that your past dances weren't good enough. You actually had a really good routine, a really good dance again, 
we've seen the improvement. So this isn't like, oh, the judges are finally just deciding to give us what we always deserved. It was, you finally deserve this. So there was part of me that didn't still take it in like a hardened sense because I still thought to myself, you felt that you earned it or deserved it before. Not that you earned it, that you deserved it. So I refuse to forgive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somehow I've still found a way to turn this into Chris hates Jerry. But you don't. I I liked this routine and this dance. Yep, there we go. I'll take the compliments however I can get them. <laughs> I will say though, the timing was off. The timing of the dance was off. We're going to ignore that comment. Moving right along to my girl, my one, my only. Miss mm-hmm. Stacy Keebler with her partner, Tony Devalani, performing a jive. And I was excited. I mean, I was excited going into the first jive. Mm-hmm. So then knowing that they were redoing it, I was ready and I was pumped. I don't like the face that you're making. I'm nervous. Are we going to fight? Are we going to fight today? I don't think so. Okay. Go ahead and say what you think about the jive. And then I'll get into why the why my face looks the way it does. My nerves are already frayed from what I just had to go through in this finale. <laughs> so you like baiting me right now is not good for my mental health or my cardiovascular health. Just to give you a peek behind the curtain... We don't usually watch the episode and then literally right away start recording. Yeah. And this is like the first time that we both were watching the episode. And as soon as we finished, we were like, all right, we're going live. So I feel like that is leading us to even more emotional states than usual. (laughs) No, it's not. We're always emotional, but sure, we can go behind it. I mean, honestly, my only thoughts on her jive were like, she killed it again she is flawless she is so good and I felt like Tony was dancing full out and we've talked about this in the past but like sometimes that can overshadow um the contestant but it felt like Tony was dancing full out and she was meeting him right at his level so I I thought she crushed it I thought it was a wonderful drive um I've liked the routine from the beginning. So like I I walked away being like, yep, killed it. She's going to continue to kill it. This is her night. How can she lose? Mm -hmm. I didn't even watch him. Like you're talking about Tony. And I was like, I didn't watch him at all. Her her jive was stunning. Mm -hmm. I Were her kicks even better this time than they were the first time? They might have been. Like I was, I was floored by that dance. It was stunning. However, they shouldn't have done the jive. They Why? Have, they should not have done the jive. Why? So, this is gonna get into. This is kind of gonna sag a little bit into their freestyle, <laughs> which we're gonna have things to say about. Um. This jive, we said it when they first did it in week six. It is an incredible routine. It is maybe one of the best jives ever seen on Dancing with the Stars. 
to do that routine first. No matter what you do next, unless it is even more stunning, if it is even more like oomph than this one, then great. But if it is not as fast, if it's not as exciting, if it's not as quote unquote like big and fireworks filled, then by comparison, your next dance is going to be disappointing no matter what. So I think by doing a routine with this much fire and fury and shock and awe and incredible jiveness, I think they automatically set a bar for the freestyle that they were basically never going to be able to clear. And then they do the routine they do for the freestyle. I'm, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying i'm actually like as you're saying it it's all clicking and i agree with it but i think that there's something to be said about making sure everyone remembers how good she is and Mm -hmm. i i like this routine to be like see how she crushes it see how she is a professional out here like look at how flippin good she is does it set the bar to an unattainable standard maybe but I like I like the reminder of it Mm -hmm. and I like just being like she punched the lights out she is phenomenal that's the problem because you're right it is their best routine you do need to set your best foot and in this case this is the one that made it like she should win this competition for Mm -hmm. this dance alone. So you do want to use it. And yet it's still a mistake. So it's, it's hard because it's the right decision. It is the only decision, but it's almost like they needed to do their freestyle before this dance. So would you have preferred that they did it in night two as like a redemption to the freestyle then? Or do you just not want it performed in a finale at all? I think if if this was the night two, like you're doing your best dance is your final routine, then yes, absolutely go with it. But because you are doing it as your first dance and then you are following it up with a second dance shortly mm-hmm. after, I, I think you don't do it. Okay, and I hate so to you... say that. I hate to say it because it is, if they had done any dance other than their jive, No matter what it scored, we would have been like, this is wrong. You needed to do the jive. But at the same time, it it sets up unrealistic expectations. And if they had met those expectations in the freestyle, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But because they do the freestyle that they do, we have to have this conversation. So I so I think what you're saying is you move it to night two then. Or you need to absolutely radically change up what your freestyle is going to be. Because well, if which you... they should. They yeah. should. I mean, they I, sh- I know they... we're not going to get into it right this second, but like, you're correct. They should have never done the freestyle that they did. I, mm. <laughs> Yeah, save it. Pin, beat. <laughs> but the, because... I understand at the same thing. It's it's kind of how I feel 
with Jerry, they did a very like smooth, flowing first dance. Their second one is sort of tonally different, slightly different speed, slightly. It, like it, it feels like enough of a contrast, even though they're pretty similar. Drew and Cheryl definitely have a major contrast in styles, feel, tone whatever but both things they do are fast exciting full of fireworks the problem with what stacy and tony do is their first dance is just this stunning lights out like we are throwing every trick we are just going boom bang bing blah and then their second dance doesn't have the same level of intensity and it just feels like a come down if you're gonna do something that's less intense you've got to do the less intense thing first so what what dance would you prefer that they had done on night one if you if you are if you're dead set on doing the freestyle that they do Mm Maybe you do one of the ones that they didn't score a perfect score on to show how much she's improved. I, I almost... was just thinking that. I want to hear what you say because I have a dance in looking back over my notes that just popped into my mind where I said, yeah, I think this is the one that you do instead. I want to hear what you think it is. The problem is part of me wants them to do their first really stunning dance, their rumba from week two. But again, it's sort of a low intensity thing that leads into still low intensity freestyle so i almost think i almost think you do your week one waltz oh okay because she set a really high bar for herself and Mm -hmm. in week one they were still kind of scoring a little lower and Mm -hmm. i would like them to do that one to see look how far she has come look what she can do now Especially considering Len scores at a six, mm -hmm. so it would be good to see Len's interpretation of it in the finale. However, again, as as we're doing this thought experiment and I'm going through their dances, no matter what, in contrast, like doing the waltz is still a little low energy and would be lovely, but then you go from a sort of lower energy waltz into their freestyle so again it comes down to the freestyle is the problem and you just need to do a different freestyle so i think a dance that could have been really fun to do Mm -hmm. is a tango what song was their tango do you remember cell block tango (gasps) Ooh, yeah okay i could see that see i was also Flipping through these, I'm like, maybe you do your bootylicious samba, but again, that feels like the same problem of a yep. high energy, really incredible thing. Maybe it's because <laughs> maybe it's because it would benefit me, who was mistaken the first time they did it. Maybe they should have done their since you've been gone cha-cha again, because I would be <laughs> like, oh, it's not a rumba. <laughs> it's a cha-cha. But they also did that the previous week. So no, you don't do that in the finale. I don't know. It just, the problem comes down to what we're gonna unstick some pins in a couple minutes. Let's move on because we're just dancing around their freestyle and we can't keep doing that. Yeah. 
All right, Drew and Cheryl end round one with their thriller, Pasa, which they first performed in week four, um, where previously they got a 28. This time, it's a perfect 30. Katie, it's incredible. It's a great, it's a great routine. He's incredible yes. at it. The cape work, phenomenal. The shaping, impeccable. I mean, he he came to win in the finale he i think probably felt as though i need to absolutely crush it because he always felt a step behind stacy mm -hmm. and so i think he just said i'm gonna leave everything out on the dance floor and he did mm -hmm. exactly that and he danced an a wonderful dance mm -hmm. well because for drew and cheryl they were never in the bottom two and no unlike what they did in the semifinals they i mean they told stacy she was in the not necessarily the bottom two mm -hmm. so i mean drew has never had like a bottom two scare so he knows that he's been super consistent but like you said he's always felt a step behind stacy mm -hmm. and they've made it very clear jerry has this incredible fan support so i think drew knows he's going to go up against a buzzsaw in this finale. Mm -hmm. And he brings it. He absolutely kills it. He is so sharp. He just dances so well. I wasn't necessarily yes. a huge fan of this routine the first time because I didn't like the combination of the thriller moves and the yep. passo. But it just worked so well because I think his attitude was even better this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He sells it so hard. It's yes. it's so fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. He absolutely crushes it out of the ballpark. I mean, he it is a it is a grand slam for them. And Drew already starts hyping up their freestyle and saying it might be one of the best dances ever on the show. I can't believe that he knew. I can't believe he, he says, knew that. He says it's the most it will be the most entertaining dance. And I wrote that down and I said, yup, absolutely iconic. Like 15 years later, we still talk about that dance in the history of Dancing with the Stars. Every time that there's a finale and I start thinking of freestyles, it's the first one that pops into my head. And it's always like the show itself brings it up. Uh, yep. Not that there's a lot of recaps written about Dancing with the Stars anymore, but like any time when a finale would happen, I mean, any article you read, you start seeing things that include save a horse, ride a cowboy, but yep. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> I will also say again, a benefit of this is by doing a dance that is, I mean, their Paso is fun, mm -hmm. but it's fun in an intense way. So again, you're getting a contrast. That's what I think Drew and Cheryl most of all benefit from in this finale, that their choice, their strategy of dances are so wildly different, but okay. still both very in-your-face exciting. Yes. Was yes. exactly the right move. Because you, when you're Drew and you know the audience is voting in droves for Jerry, the judges are throwing every point they can at Stacy. You need something that is going to be memorable. 
Mm -hmm. So they can't let up intensity at all in this finale. So mm -hmm. they pick the perfect dances. Cheryl choreographs everything with such aplomb, with such mastery. I mean, this is why she is incredible. This yeah, finale. Queen. Like queen. this, this finale is maybe her crowning achievement. And she has had such incredible achievements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems like she understands the game in this finale like it seems like she understands exactly what she needs to do and maybe the other pros don't quite understand it as well as cheryl does does cheryl in this episode originate the game that Derek huff will later perfect do well enough to get to the finale and then you know how to play the game to win it's hard because I'm not as well versed in Derek's early seasons. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't feel like I can confidently answer this. It definitely feels like she lays the ground, the foundation of here are all of the key elements that you need to achieve the mirror ball. But she, it's not like she always does it. Because it's not like she wins six seasons. And she she pulls a mistake that Tony's going to make in a few minutes. Yeah. She, she makes that mistake in, in a later season, very yep. notably, which is why All-Stars is season eight, part two. So that's round one. Isn't it nice when we actually get to the dances in this episode? It becomes a good episode. Yeah. So we end round one, Stacy and Drew tied for 30. Jerry is at 26. So he's not too far behind them. Mm -hmm. He is in striking range. Yeah. So in round two, it's the all important freestyle round. No rules. You can do whatever you want. You get to do something that gets to shake things up and go exciting. And two couples do disco. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so frustrating going into this freestyle round but honestly i almost think we needed this freestyle round to happen the way it does yeah oh, in a yeah. weird way even yeah. though it is so frustrating and what the results end up being is extremely disappointing but I think we needed this to make a, the freestyle round what it eventually becomes. Yes. Because the season one freestyle round is okay. But neither mm -hmm. dance is really all that good. Even though one gets a 30 and it shouldn't have. But we're not relitigating. No. <laughs> no. So Jerry and Anna perform a freestyle to celebrate good times. Come on. Come on. Why did they wear those horrible Afro wigs? I know. The dance started and you see them and I was like, oh no. I mean, Anna's wig is horrific. Yeah. It is horrific. Yeah. It's also just slightly the wrong <laughs> yeah, hair color for her. Red. The yeah. wrong shade of red. 
it it, it seemed a little orange to me like yeah. artificial orange yeah so it didn't quite cross over into clown territory but that's kind but it, of what it reminded me of it's close it's not too far off um it was a slower freestyle mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. for cherry works well for cherry it makes sense mm -hmm. well for cherry <laughs> i'm okay with it well <laughs> Okay, I was able to say something. Oh, I <laughs> so I agree. It was a slow freestyle. And when they were doing certain moves, Jerry had such bad timing, even in the slow speed. But even though it is a slow dance, Jerry and Anna overload the thing with lifts. They yeah. do so many lifts. And he does them so mm -hmm. well. Yeah. He does the lifts wonderfully. Yeah. And Anna came up with some cool ideas. Yeah. He executes them. So, I mean, is it, does it feel mostly like this is a trick-filled freestyle? Yes, yep. it does. Does it work? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. yes, I was bored during their dancing interludes. <laughs> Like the dances are the interludes to the lift, but the lifts are exciting and the judges yeah. really like them. The judges highlight the really complicated, cool things they did and they give it three nines. It gets a 27 and I can't fault them because the lifts are no. really good. And I don't know what kind of a freestyle you do for Jerry. Mm -hmm. I, I don't want her to go gimmicky and just do like, oh, we're playing football while we're dancing. Like, I don't want to see that. And so this felt like a good freestyle for him. Mm -hmm. Slow it down a little bit. Let him show off his athleticism. Let's do some really cool lifts here and there. Let's, you know, make it tricky because we haven't been able to showcase that. And... It's not like there's one style of dance that he has excelled in and it still was able to make him his personality and his mm -hmm. his gentlemanness still about to shine. Yeah, that's what you just said made a lot of things click in my brain. That I was like, it was slow. I, I didn't love it. But like you said, what else do you do for him? You gave him a style that gives a lot of personality. You get to be a little corny and fun and charming with doing a disco thing and having the afros and then doing the athleticism of the lift honestly it probably is the best freestyle you could do for him mm -hmm. do i still wish there was a little more dancing in between their lifts sure do i wish he executed what was there better during those slow dancing interludes yes but it's probably the right thing for him if he had executed it perfectly, and let's say the judges give it a 30, I would have been mad about it because it didn't deserve it. But mm -hmm. I'm also like, this is exactly what they should have done. So mm -hmm. I can't be mad at it. I'm, I'm going to get into my whole philosophy of Jerry and the finale once we get to round three. So... Okay. That's that's what I got. Any other thoughts on his freestyle or are we moving no, to I, the horrifying one? I think he did. I think he did it to the best of his ability. I really do. Yep. I don't feel like he 
significantly messed anything up that he shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. It was exactly what I expected from him and it got a a good score for him yep. and I was happy for him. And the the judges are happy with it. Jerry yep. and Anna are really excited to get a 27. Yeah. I mean, and, and good for them. I mm-hmm. I think they should be pleased with it. Mm-hmm. So, let's go horrifying. Introduce it to us, Katie. It's it's what I've been dreading for you. I've been dreading for you for this moment all season. I I don't even know how to properly convey to people how horribly dis- disappointing it is. Mm-hmm. Stacy and Tony come out. Stay in alive starts. And I think to myself, surely this is a medley. Surely we are going to pick up the pace. They don't, they do hardly any like in hold partner work. They are in perfect sync through the whole dance. But it just falls so flat. It is. It is horrifying to watch. Mm-hmm. And I pick that word and I stand behind it. It is horrifying mm-hmm. because the entire time you are just sitting there going, when is he going to unleash Stacy? When am I going to see Stacy being Stacy? When is she going? Like, when's the music going to switch? When are we going to pick up the pace? It is painful to watch. And I will say, I call bull crap on the scores because she did dance it flawlessly. Is it a good freestyle? No. But can you find fault in anything that she did? No. But that gets into the philosophy of judging of, well, you can score somebody highly for executing what they've been given, but what if they're not given anything to execute? So can you really say like, you didn't really dance, but everything you did was perfect. Ten. It was so baffling that the only time she used her leg was in the final pose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it, he knew everything she could do. Like, he had been there every week, and it felt like he was afraid i don't even know like it it none of it made sense well none of it stacy both in the package before her dances and in the next night when they're talking about their scores and everything they seemed very excited about their freestyle stacy yeah. seemed to believe in it yeah and they just seemed gobsmacked by the fact that it didn't go over well and that they got low scores they seemed gobsmacked and I like what you say. It seems like even though they knew everything they could do, they didn't unleash it. They seemed scared of it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's so disappointing, it, which is underselling it. Watching this season again, I guess I forgot just how good Stacy is and how much she can do because what sticks with me is this that there is so little content, she does so little movement, that that's the impression I was left with all those 
after years of not seeing this season again. So knowing that was how I felt, it was so hard for me not to say, Katie, I love that you love how much she moves. I'm glad you love her legs and how much control she has. She's not going to do any of it in her freestyle. Was so it's, hard for me. It's real. It really is. I I cannot fathom. And okay, hear me say this too. I love Tony Devalani. Mm-hmm. Love Tony. Mm-hmm. I enjoy him on the show so much for so many years. When I would fantasize about when I finally got to perform on Dancing with the Stars, he was the partner I wanted. I adore Tony. I cannot fathom what was going through his mind when he created this routine because it did not play to a single one of her or his strengths. It just felt so wrong. All of it felt so wrong. She can do so much more. That's the problem. You know she can do so much more. And let's get into philosophically why it was a mistake to do Staying Alive anyway. When you think of Saturday Night Fever, who do you think of? John Travolta. Okay, so you think of the male. Tony comes out in like the John Travolta suit, like does the pose. Where is Stacy for like the first 10 seconds of the dance? She's sitting sitting off to the the side. side. Like, I don't think Tony was going in being like, this is going to be a dance that's all about me. No. But by doing a routine that is very strongly based on, like, the original routine from the movie and has some of the moves you think of and does some of the things, I mean, from Saturday Night Fever, you think of John Travolta, you think of the male. So already you have set up a dance where the male is the one you're going to think of. It's the same. It's again, sorry to spoil a season years from now that we'll cover in like 17 decades. Um, The Gilles Cheryl freestyle. You do flash dance. What a feeling. And do like the chair and the water on the female. And you're highlighting the male. The male. Like it is. From the start, it's misguided because you're no longer, intentionally or not, you're no longer highlighting the celebrity gender. Mm-hmm. So I think I think it was a mistake. But truly, it's just so sedate and it never gets going. And no. they do a final lift that I guess is cool. But even then, it's just like, it never started. No. Even the lift, I thought the lift was wonky. Like, I didn't oh. think that he did it well. And then the judges were like, that was such a difficult lift. Like, you did it so well. And I was like, did they? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I felt the same way. But I was like, if we don't need to get into it, I'm not going to get into it. But No, and we don't The lift to. is wrong. Yeah, it's, it's just, it is so, it's a downright shame. And it's, I don't know. We'll get into it later, but obviously Stacy doesn't win. If Stacy does an incredible freestyle and doesn't win, we would probably, we'd maybe talk about her as a robbed goddess. Absolutely. I but, even now still kind of think of her as a robbed goddess, 
because I can look at the season as a whole and I don't narrow it down to just that dance, Mm -hmm. but it is so disappointing when you think like she was scoring tens in week two or three from the jump. She was great. And the fact that that is the last dance that you put out there for her is wrong. Well, that's the thing. That's why I'm like, she's not robbed and I hate to say it, but they sputter at the wrong time. So it's not robbed because you understand why it happened. At least to me. But we'll, mm-hmm. we, can, we will get into that more in a bit. Let's stop talking about disappointing things. Let's talk about the thing we have been excited for all season. The thing I have been waiting for. The thing I am ready for. Katie, save a horse. Ride a cowboy. Pew, pew, pew. Let's go! Here's the sad thing about this. I was so disheartened by Stacy that I felt like I didn't get to enjoy it to the full extent. I watched it. I watched it three times. Hear me say that. (laughs) Even though I knew you and I were like kind of like rushing, not rushing, but like working to get through it. I was like, I have to watch this again. I have to watch this again. I have to watch this again. But I just felt like I was so sad by Stacy that it was hard for me to like fully get to love it. See, I I was a different way because I think, again, I knew and I knew it wasn't like Stacy's going to be robbed. It's going to be yeah. Stacy and Tony basically hang themselves. Yeah. And so with that and seeing that I was saddened, but I was like, you know what? It is okay because Drew's, honestly, it works out so well. Obviously with Dancing with the Stars, with live shows, they can't really craft a storyline like a pre-recorded reality show mm-hmm. does. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, producers try to guide things the way they want to when yeah. you think things. But Drew's storyline works so perfectly over the course of this season that, like you said before, he's always been just a step behind Stacy. That mm-hmm. they've been really good, but they've always been outshone. And so to go into this freestyle... And finally, he gets the spotlight he has been striving for the whole time. Mm-hmm. Is such a perfect capper that makes his win feel so satisfying in the end. Because it feels like the cap on an arc the producers didn't mean to create, but do. Well, the whole time. So the first time that the dance was happening, the entire time I just kept going, why didn't Stacy and Tony do this because save a horse starts and it is just lights out from the jump Mm -hmm. i mean they come out with so much energy which after watching the two freestyles that we've watched is so welcome Mm -hmm. is so exciting it immediately like from the jump you are pumped for what you're about to see and so the first time through i just kept going why couldn't they have done that yeah but it's funny it starts not dissimilarly to Stacy's freestyle that Drew like saunters as he's mm-hmm. like walking from the side of the upper stage yep. and like slowly walks and Cheryl starts doing like a solo dance of her own down on the yep. floor. But then 
he leaps over her and it just blows up the dance just goes bonkers and like honestly it's it's that sort of thing that they knew they were starting a little bit slower but they knew we're gonna take off and the stacy and tony one like okay if you want to start with tony doing a solo sure whatever stacy comes out it needs to go off like a bomb and like the judges say to stacy it's a bomb that didn't go off in Mm -hmm. drew and cheryl's as soon as he leaps it's his show it, it is, is his dance. It is a nuclear explosion that yes. it just becomes the most thrilling dance you've ever seen on television. Yes. It's it's stunning. And here's here's a thought experiment before we go into some of the details of the dance. So you said while you were watching, you were just thinking the first time, why couldn't Stacy do this? Mm-hmm. Does save a horse ride a cowboy? Does it work better because it follows two low-energy freestyles? Because it is it is known to this day by people who don't know the other two freestyles. Mm-hmm. I mean, finding Jerry's freestyle online anywhere to watch separately is, like, nearly impossible. Mm-hmm. Stacy's, you can find a couple places, but it's not super watch but there are all sorts of drew and cheryl ones lots of views on all of them like people watch it so obviously it works out of context but in context did it become the legend it is because of the other two being not very good it doesn't feel fair to its legacy to say yes to that question but it does feel like yes is the correct answer because it just i literally wrote down it assaults all of your senses like it it just grabs you and it takes you by the throat and it never lets go and the uh, like uh, if the other two if even one more had been more on that level it wouldn't have stood out as much mm-hmm. cheryl let's just real quick mm-hmm. cheryl revolutionizes Mm -hmm. and sets a nearly impossible standard for what a freestyle should be on the show Mm -hmm. and she deserves all of the credit for that we stand a queen forever truly like it is just in terms of choreography it is impeccable there are so many cool moves like while he's like on his knees like going across the floor and she's putting her legs out and like doing the boot walk is so cool they have uh, like so many country moves so many just cool dance things there aren't a huge number of like lifts but there are a lot of tricks in it Mm -hmm. and it works like gangbusters it's so good it's thrilling and one of my favorite things this is such a small thing but it really got me this time my favorite thing is that we hit the end of the song and in the final minutes of the music like the band stops playing and you just get the singers doing the save a horse ride a cowboy and it ends and my favorite thing is they hit a final pose and then then is when drew moves his hand in the gun position and cheryl blows it out 
Yes. And they do that with no music and like the audience isn't even cheering yet. And that is almost cooler than they hit that and she does that pose at the end of the music. Mm -hmm. I love, and it's clear they did hit a final pose. So that was planned that you do that after the dance is quote unquote done. And that almost makes it more exciting. It is from beginning to end impeccable. It is like there just aren't enough words to describe how fun it is, how well it is performed, how well it is executed. You watch that and it's undeniable that he should be the winner. Yeah. Len puts it so well. Len says that it is right on the edge. Oh, it is. Like, it's not, this is maybe going to sound wrong. It's not dangerous, but it feels like something that shouldn't work. And it feels like something that is wildly risky. And it is because there is such a sense of risk being taken that makes it work even better. It's chaotic energy. Yeah. Drew is not like a rough and tumble country guy. No. And yet he lives every second of it and it feels absolutely right for him Mm -hmm. and in some ways it's that idea of like this should not work Mm -hmm. and it does that makes it even more exciting it is living on the edge that just makes you go oh my goodness I can't believe this no because they the entire dance it is chaotic energy at its finest and they border on out of control like Mm -hmm. they ride that line so finely it is it is unbelievable but it without that excitement without that chaotic energy it's not the dance that it is like they they needed that they needed that drive of and we needed to be watching going oh my god oh my god are they about to do this and it's not even like there's one specific move where you go how dangerous how exciting Mm -hmm. but like the entire dance you were on the edge of your seat going holy crap what did i just watch yeah like there are other dances even jerry's that has lifts that's like oh is this gonna work yeah but this one just feels like a knife edge of in concept in execution this shouldn't work Mm -hmm. but it does it's it it absolutely i i think this truly i think it lives up to its giant reputation absolutely absolutely do i think it's maybe one of the best dances ever performed on the show honestly yeah i think it's probably the best freestyle ever performed on the show (sighs) okay yes but I have ones that I care about more. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. And so that and makes are... me be like, no, it can't be better. There's good. There's great. And there's Meryl. Meryl. Yeah. And yet this, this is the most important freestyle ever done. Mm-hmm. Because there are other ones that are incredibly influential. Mm-hmm. But I think those ones gain influence from this one yeah i would agree before we move to the second night uh drew at the end of his interview with samantha he talks about how you know what it is okay to vote for anyone like all three of them are great you vote for who you want to 
And I just burst out laughing because behind him, Anna and Jerry in their giant Afro wigs start going wild. And they're like, yeah, vote for us. And it's like so funny. And then Drew's like, but vote for more for us too. Like if you're voting for us, vote more. (laughs) And then Jerry just like grabs him and puts him in a headlock. And it's so funny because Jerry doesn't need the Afro to look bigger, but because he has the Afro, it just overwhelms the teeniest, tiniest, the the cutest little boy. (laughs) You thought we weren't going to do it. You thought we wouldn't talk about Drew being small, but I found a way. You really thought we were going to get through our last episode of season two without slipping in a teeny tiny Drew Lachey. It was just a small little reference. So we're going into the final night. Another 90 minutes of so much filler and three dances. Good work, producers. You're doing great. We love it. For round three, each of the couple's performed a dance style they had already done. I have no idea how they picked which style everybody's doing. Um, But this time it was not the same routine as they did the first one. Mm -hmm. For the first dance, Jerry and Anna perform a cha-cha to think. Uh, The first time they did a cha-cha was in week one. In week one, they got a 21. This time they got a 27. And it was a good dance. I mean, they had their little package beforehand where GRH is kind of, I mean, he seemed emotional about his journey and was just like, I don't want to be done. I want to keep, you know, I want to keep doing this. And when the dance started, he did look emotional and Mm -hmm. it was just nice to see how much he cared about this show. It was just nice to see how much Anna meant to him and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they perform. And again, he he seemed to have an ease about him in the finale that he did not have in the entirety of the show. Mm-hmm. And so it was nice to see that. Yeah. I thought the dance, there are several times where he just kind of stood and didn't really do things while Anna was dancing, doing yeah. things. But in the moments when he did dance, and there were a lot of them, yeah other than like not enough hips there was like real speed to it Mm -hmm. there was real like control sure good control good performance it was good yeah so this is where this is where i kind of feel jerry in the finale does everything that he should Mm -hmm. like do i think he should have gotten to this point heck no he never should have come into the finale, let alone at least a couple weeks. Get rid of him. I was over him. But in the finale, I think he actually lives up to the potential he showed at the beginning. Yeah. And it's clear he did have the ability. He just took so long to find it. Yeah. And should he come in the place that he does in the end? No. no. But he capitalizes on the fact that he actually has a very good finale. Mm-hmm. So we'll spoil it. We'll just spoil it. He's going to come in second. Stacy should be second, if not the yes. winner. Yes. But yeah. Stacy does a horrible freestyle. Mm-hmm. And then Jerry 
who we already know is getting a lot of votes, has an like out of character really good night for him. So yeah. he capitalizes on she makes a mistake and he flourishes. Well, because it really feels like they just they hit that stride. You know, they they came into the finale, they threw the Hail Mary, and it landed. And yeah. it was a great night for him. It was mm-hmm. two great nights for him. Yeah. He came off the charming man that he's come off all season. He like it just worked. Everything just clicked. Mm-hmm. And in a night where someone is not going to click, he's going to excel. Yeah. And and so as much as it feels like, no, he shouldn't be second. I mean, he does what he had to do in this case. And yeah. I can't fault him for being able to take advantage of somebody else's stumbles. If he yeah. had won based on having a good night, I would have been furious. I would be talking about this very differently if he wins. Mm-hmm. And also maybe I'd be a little more furious if like his scores are even better. Cause in the end, like he scores an 80 out of 90. He still had a lot of points to make up to beat Drew. Yeah. If his scores had been a little better and he wins, I would have been so mad. It would have been a situation we'll see seasons from now. But in this case, I'm like, you know what? he has a good night i i still don't think he should have been in this finale i can still not like him yeah but i can be like but he has a good night he had a good night and i liked him and i was glad for him yeah and i like how complimentary the judges are to him i like how he and anna are both excited to hear such good things from the judges in this finale like honestly another storyline that as much as i think they were they felt entitled to scores they didn't earn. I do like that they hear good things from the judges in the end, and they're like, yes, we finally did it. They finally are giving us what we deserve. And you know what? What a nice end for Jerry. If if you're gonna end a journey, this is how you want to end it. You want to end it on the right foot. And so it feels good that he gets to have that feel-good ending. Yeah. Um, so Stacy is next with a Samba. Stacy's Samba is to live in La Vida Loca. Their first time they did a Samba was in week five. They got a 30 the first time. They get a 30 again. This is what we wanted more of in yes. one. It's just so hard. It's hard for me to even like, because the dance is wonderful. It's flawless. She deserved a 30. She was, she executed everything wonderfully, but you just, you watched it going, this won't be enough. And I didn't even know that she, I didn't know for sure where she would come in placement, but even I knew you are not like, it's too little, too late. Mm -hmm. You have sullied your good name and it's, it's just disappointing. Mm -hmm. Even though the dance is wonderful, it's mm -hmm. just disappointing. Yeah, because there's no viewer votes after this. So the last thing viewers were voting on was their freestyle. Mm -hmm. So like you said, there wasn't enough to make up for it. No. Um, And it seems like things are going to go wrong for them because they talk about how both Tony and Stacy are injured going into this dance. Yeah. Um, But you can't tell. You don't notice. 
I like her hair. She rarely rocks this like straight hair look Mm -hmm. with the headband. It looks cool. She dances so well. She's such a good mover. And she even shines despite the fact that several times during the dance, the spotlight stops following her. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like it happens a lot. It's it's just sad because I should be here triumphantly talking about my winner, Stacey Keebler, and instead I'm just like Tony Tony Bitter Dirty. Are you ready for a hot take? Yeah. I think Stacy should have been on All Stars instead of Melissa. Wow. Like I get that Melissa basically goes on because season eight is like considered oh, one of sure. the peaks of dancing yeah. with the stars but honestly i think stacy deserved all stars if she's, i'm casting she's another so much fun yeah she's there like she's absolutely there and I like she know, though, she and melissa she and melissa Meli- i know but she and melissa kind of fit the same archetype ticket yeah and personally Stacy feels more robbed. Not robbed, but like Stacy feels like she could have won and didn't. Like with Melissa, when you talk about season eight, you're like, yes, it's an incredible final three. But are do we talk about like, oh, Melissa should have won season eight? No, it's either Sean or Gilles should have won. Melissa's just in a great finale. Whereas like Stacy, and I guess I know we don't talk about it because we don't we don't remember Stacy over time, mm-hmm. but like Stacy should have won, and they just drop the baton at the end. Yeah, I don't know. Now I'm you really got me thinking here because mm-hmm. it's hard knowing how All Stars ends. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, like, Melissa shouldn't have been there, Melissa shouldn't have won, like, no. I'm mad about it, but it's just, like, M- Stacy should have been a slam dunk all-star choice. Yeah. Because Len says it, by this point, Len has judged five seasons and series yep. of Strictly yep. and Dancing with the Stars, and he says Stacy is probably the best of the female dancers. Yeah. He says that he guesses in 50 seasons, they'll never see a Samba as good as the one that she performs. Mm -hmm. She's so good. She deserves an all-stars. Before we move on from Stacey, A, Tony's hair is horrible. Oh, God, yeah. I was like, okay, the bad boy of the ballroom has arrived with the spiky punk boy hair. And to fit his bad boy persona, I don't know why, but as the judges are raving about Stacy, he just looks so sour grapes. Yeah. I don't know why he looks so unhappy. And maybe it's that he feels they have no way of winning. But it's it's weird. It's so weird. Yeah. And finally, <laughs> it's Drew and Cheryl. So here's the thing about this jive, which they perform... Uh, to Hound Dog, they get a 27, which is the same score they got when they did a jive in week three. The thing is, this dance equally feels like they just dropped the baton and might lose. Really? Yes. 
I don't think this jive is good. Well, I don't either, but I guess I just view Save a Horse as like mm-hmm. they have totally secured the bag. But I think I think they might have done that. And then just imagine, because we know Jerry is able to jump a six-point difference over Stacy. Yeah. yeah. He needs to jump one more point over Drew. He could have done it because this dance, I don't know what goes wrong. I think the music is wrong at the start. Something goes weird with the band. With yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yes. And I think that throws Drew off for a full half of the dance. Well, he starts off and they are like weirdly close up on his face. And he uh, well, is so not- dead eyed. He looks so dead that i laughed at the beginning of his dance it is so weird because cheryl's like draped across him and then he starts doing like a guitar strum on her but you don't see that for the first like two seconds and then they cut to the end of it as you see the final strum and then they get out of it i was like yeah what a weird camera choice but like truly i think because the the singer does you ain't nothing but a hound dog and then there's four bars of silence And then they are like, maybe it's just eight counts. Either way, there's an interminable amount of silence. And then the singer jumps back in. And it makes me think that like maybe the singer was early. Maybe something was weird. But from then on, for, again, a good half the dance, Drew looks out of sorts and looks like he's forgetting things and isn't performing to the level. Um, So, I mean, to me, that dance ended. And I was like, even though the second half was good, it was disappointing. So I felt in that dance the way you did about the Stacy freestyle. And in an alternate universe, that that jive costs Drew the, the trophy and Jerry ends up winning. Thank God we do not live in that universe. But we were that close. It we were me, that close. It makes me upset that you would compare that to Stacy's freestyle because Stacy's freestyle is so much more disappointing. Than no, Drew's it drive, it, and I don't like that. But I get what you're conveying. You you are right. The freestyle is so much more disappointing. But it yeah. feels like you have had a perfect evening. That their first two dances are incredible. Yeah, and then, I mean, it is a drop off. It is a major well, drop off truthfully i didn't watch this dance that closely because i was thinking he's gonna get another 30 he's gonna end the night on a 90 whatever he's got this secured and i think that benefits them that my guess is i know that people vote based on who they like not actually how the dances end up going Uh i would like to think so enough people were like oh my gosh that freestyle save a horse ride a cowboy i need to vote for them so it inflates their vote total does it actually who knows so it is possible it created an insurmountable lead for them already Mm -hmm. but that jive just uh, like here's the thing it's a 27 which isn't a huge drop off from a 30 but their other two perfect score dances deserve more than a 30. yeah so the drop off is giant yeah and like honestly i'll be real honest i don't i wouldn't have scored it a nine no i might i'm there's part of me that's like i might have gone with a seven 
Yeah, no, and truly. Let's say, let's say I had done that on the judges panel, Drew no longer wins, Jerry wins. And what a horrible alternate universe we would live in. <laughs> Somehow we made it to the end of the episode and I still found a way to be like, let's throw in final punches at Jerry Rice. I can't wait until we get Jerry on the podcast and you have to answer directly to him for every mean thing you've ever said about him while I just sit here and I'm like, love you, Jerry, for BFFs. (laughs) It's going to be just like his relationship with the judges. (laughs) (laughs) We will will eulogize all three contestants. We will talk about the season as a whole mm -hmm. next week in which we will also preview the third season of Dancing with the Stars. But I think that's going to leave it at the finale, at the end of the finale. Stacy comes in third, Jerry Rice comes in second, and your winners of the coveted Mirabal Trophy are Cheryl Burke and... Who's that next to her? I can't see him. He's, He's dwarfed by that trophy. Can they zoom in a little bit? I can't quite make out who oh, it is. It's Drew Lachey. It's itty bitty teeny tiny Drew Lachey. <laughs> oh, and okay. you know what? I can honestly say I accept it and I'm okay with it. Do you like it? <laughs> sure. Can I ask you a legit question? Yeah. If you had been voting in February of 2006, would you have still voted for Stacy after that? I don't know. I don't know how you... You have to vote for Save a Horse, regardless of who mm-hmm. you like. You mm-hmm. have to vote for it. It's I think perfect. realistically, I probably would still vote for her, but I would have to throw some to Drew too, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, if you want to tell us who you would have voted for in 2006, you can always tweet at us at JMP Pod, or you can find us on Facebook at Just Meaningful Plastic. You can also, if you want, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We love reading them. We have several reviews. It's really nice to see. Thank you for listening. Um, and you can, of course, find us on any listening thing and subscribe we like that we like listeners follow along on our journey even if you don't want to join us we're fun well one of us is thank you for the compliment (laughs) well chris here we are at the end of another season and i can honestly say I love you and I like you. Katie, I hear you and I see you. And until next time, please remember to tune in to this all new episode of Grey's Anatomy. Coming up next, it's the one where Addison gets poison oak like down there oh. and it's it's Callie, it's Callie's first appearance, so like yes. the wild one. Stay tuned people. It's a good one. 